0: Your destiny. Okay, I think we're recording.
1: All right. What's up, y'all? It's Dr. Nash and Dr. Gates, connection, Smallest. and Jim is coming at you. We're in different cities. I'm from Grand Rapids, in Grand Rapids. Nash, where you at, buddy?
0: Coming live from Ames, Iowa. That's Heartland. Yes, sir.
1: Not too far from the Fountainhead there. I'm Always sure it's like nice to keep to the, the roots
0: nice and close, bro. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. Your roots quite literally are close,
0: because... Nice. <laughs> I didn't
1: even see you were wearing that. That's awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, you see him.
1: Where'd you pick that up?
0: Uh, When they had one <laughs> of the... You know when they're redoing the CHC, the old CHC? Yeah. Um, Dang. They were giving those out.
1: Why didn't you tell me, man?
0: Yo, I got literally the last large, and the other ones were, like, extra small. So Maybe that's, that's why I didn't, didn't. get one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just – thats when I got that uh, – when I picked up my spine there.
1: Oh, You bad. Remember when they are yeah.
0: doing that with the old student yeah. union? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And now the new student union looks sick. So, all you new cars out there, I'm pretty jealous. Yeah, for real. I'm pretty jealous. Dude, oh! By the way, I saw I was at the Meyer over here by a house, and they had monster cookies. And I meant to text you and lane and be like, "Yo, the monster cookies. We gotta go. Gotta go to get us some Palmer. Dude, free ones.
0: Crushed many a cookie
1: on what was that Wednesdays? Oh, Wednesday, yes. Many a cookie. At least how many weeks are in a year? Fifty-two. Fifty-two. At least fifty <laughs> per For, year.
0: First three tries. Don't know if I could have made it through a Wednesday without a monster cookie. Oh,
1: heck no. Especially when you're going through Spinal and everything. Yeah. After we found out we passed Spinal, I'm pretty sure I had a monster cookie.
0: Yeah, it was, it was like uh, my prescription was monster cookie. Once, <laughs> once weekly, monster cookie. That's what
1: got you through.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pfizer, I think, was like the, the cooking up the monster the sponsor cookie. sponsor of
1: market. the monster cookie.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the you only, only prescription given out
1: at Palmer. Heck yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyways – This is our podcast, man. We're starting it. The good fighters. Ain't that nuts? Good fighters, y'all. Good fighters. Now, what does that mean? Well, listen up. We got the bio. It's coming at you. We're going to put it in the show notes. But I want to get to know you guys to know who we are. Nash, um, you know, we – obviously, we both went to school together. Palmer was a wonderful time. It's a time when both of us, honestly – we, I mean, you probably agree with this, revolutionize ourselves, new evolution, new people coming out than we did going in. Um, but I wanted to touch on too, especially when we get into this podcast, guys, just the difference of connection, intention, and purpose and what we learned through school. Um, the reason we picked those is very intentional, obviously. Um, but Nash, why don't you, you know, tell them a little bit about yourself, what you're doing, who you are. Just to start us off, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. So, I really liked how you kind of introed a little bit about the transformation that happens when you go through school, which, if any Cairo is going through the school right now, I'm sure you're already kind of feeling it, and yeah, even some, like, too, the yeah. subtleties of it. Like, you don't really realize yeah. what's going on until, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you're sitting on the outside looking in, or, like, it's like, holy shit, pardon yep. my French, but, like, you're looking at it, like, <laughs> first year flew by, and I feel like that, that, like, very first, like, couple tries, like, at least for me... I didn't really know who I was I didn't really like no. I didn't come from a chiropractic family but I also have my yeah. roots and uh I'll get, I'll get into that later but you know you just go through a huge transformation if you really allow yourself to and for me it was I don't know, it, it was amazing I mean I
1: yeah
0: probably one of the more powerful things I've ever experienced so uh oh yeah a little bit about my background so I from Iowa, like Gates touched on, probably about 45 minutes from the Fountainhead, Davenport, which, you know, not to get too, uh, too metaphysical right away, but, I mean, I just always kind of felt like there was something different about where I came from and just – I had this, like, instinctual desire to be healthy growing up. Yeah. Um, you know, so – You guys that, aren't so, in a
1: metaphysical. You might as well leave now because we're going to – We're right, it.
0: right. <laughs> we're we're going to be uh, – I don't know, dropping some not, uh, red pills, pills red yeah. pillin' out here. Uh, <laughs>
1: red pills.
0: But, you know, even in my childhood, like, my one of my best friends he used to go over to his place all the time. And, you know, whenever his mom would be like, hey, do you guys want any sodas or do you guys want anything to drink? She always called me the water kid because, like, I never liked soda. <laughs> And, like, I just always want to. You were the
1: OG water boy?
0: Seriously. Yeah. Pi uh, <laughs> Boucher. That's what I should have called myself. Um, I guess he
1: was the OG. It would have been beforehand, but.
0: True. So, yeah, even just like instinctually, I always kind of gravitated, gravitated more towards health. And yeah. maybe that's because my mom, aunt, grandma, sister, they're all nurses now. Or my sister's a nurse now, but uh, aunt, grandma, and my mom are all nurses. So, I always kind of had this ingrained philosophy of helping people and connecting with people. Cause one of the biggest strengths of a nurse is literally to go in and connect with somebody who's ever on that bed in that room. Yeah. A short amount of time or long amount of time that they might be there and really trying to be
1: nurses out there for real. Yeah, seriously. My sister too. Yeah. Taryn.
0: And yeah, I just think a lot of that rubbed off on me and being super close to mm-hmm. Davenport really helped me throughout school, having that connection to home. Really kind of kept me focused on my why, and I always had people close by that I knew that genuinely loved and cared about me. So for me, that was a huge strength. I don't, I wouldn't be where I am or who I am without that. So a little bit more into my education, went to play football in undergrad, and then from there, I knew I wanted to go to grad school.
1: (laughs) Oh sweet, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. I'm gonna Dennis come out. Nash's dog. He's up. Uh, big, old I, big old wolf dog. Yep. Chiropractic connoisseur. Yes, sir. So Do you adjust that? Do you adjust Dennis?
0: I don't. We actually have a doc that's super close by that checks him out, and nice. she's great, Doctor Molly Hamilton. She's awesome. What's what's uh, up? Yeah, she's she's super cool. And that reminds me. Later, I have to talk to you because there's a like a documentary movie on Amazon. It's about yes. one of like the original animal chiropractors and i think it's like life adjusted or something like that it's super cool on on amazon amazon prime i swear
1: that's sick okay yeah i'm definitely gonna watch that that's really cool i
0: i think his name is jay i'm gonna butcher the last name so i don't remember what the last name was but uh he was one of the og and like he was part of mls staff for a while i know he worked with arno bernier for a while and he was a part of the master master camp trainings that arno used to do yeah And he worked with like Lou Corletto and a few other people. And there's some big names there, then. Yeah, he's he's like literally one of the pioneers of animal adjusting, and more specifically, really being able to connect with a horse, an equine. Uh, So give it give it a uh, a watch. I know it's supposed to be pretty good. I haven't gotten to watch it myself, but I know it's. I've heard some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Where was I?
1: I'm
0: talking about yeah. <laughs> going into uh, football. History, yeah, football. So, always knew I was, like, interested in kinesiology, the physiology of the human body. Got involved with the pre-chiropractic club at University of Northern Iowa, which, you know, for me, I was just, like, really just trying to figure out more about it. I didn't really have a whole lot of experience in chiropractic. And Had you been to
1: a chiropractor at that point?
0: Uh, I, I had once, or a couple times growing up. So... Yeah. In high school, I hurt my back pretty bad playing basketball in pretty of my friends or anybody that knew me back then that when I did it, it was no joke, like very long recovery process. I went to a chiropractor probably once or twice Damn. and not any knock on him. I just didn't really understand at the time. Maybe I just wasn't, I mean, I wasn't a great listener.
1: How old were you?
0: I, mean, I, I was 17. So.
1: Oh yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like you're was, just, this
1: the, was this the upper cervical one?
0: No. So this was a different one. Um, I think he was more of like a, a Logan slash activator doc. Gotcha. And I got a little bit of relief, but I didn't really understand the philosophy or like how it pertained to like my back injury or why I should keep coming. So like a lot of people I went and like, I didn't have immediate relief. So I just didn't really continue. And I had a super long recovery process and I developed all these patterns to where I was training for football, track, basketball, whatever, that I was essentially trying to protect my back yeah making compensations my training methods and ended up having further injuries near the end of my undergrad career joined the pre-chiropractic club and the president of the club at the time was like hey um i was just trying to like hey who's some good chiropractors in town that i can go check out because i don't know much about it and he was like already he was the president so he knew more than i did and he was right. um, thankfully for me really principled so he ended up referring to me to an open cervical doc in town who After going there, um, I was really able to connect with him and he really shared with me the the power of of the message of chiropractic and really, you know, essentially opened up my eyes to the beauty of it and the love and the connection that you can have with people every day and really walking with them on their path back to health. So I shadowed and worked in his office as a internship for like a year. And yeah, I remember a, you
1: had a pretty sweet gig with that internship, right? You got to yeah. uh, kind of dive in.
0: Yeah. He let me actually, so I say he let me, but at the time he had like a garage full of like old patient records and yeah. part of his uh, process, I mean like a lot of really successful docs, they have objective measures to like gauge six, or their progress with care. Right. So what I did was I essentially logged probably thousands of patients uh, progress exam results uh, neck bis- neck disability insult, uh, index results yeah. so many different things that like were showing me the power of upper cervical care with anything but neck pain like right. that was like my my foundation right from the start so that's pretty
1: sick
0: for me that was like such a valuable lesson that I learned early on that really just let me like have in my mind the the potential yeah in the power of the human body so, yeah. so dr Kyle cho upper cervical centers, upper cervical health centers of Cedar Falls. Phenomenal. Um, He practices kale technique. I don't know if many people know what that is. It's a more rare knee chest, uh, upper cervical knee chest. And he got certified down in Sherman College, which is where he, between Palmer College Davenport and Sherman College in Spartansburg, that's where he referred me to. And, you know, uh, one thing I always try to do is operate intuitively so my intuition told me palmer it is there you go yeah and then uh then i get into my palmer career which is probably like that's like a hundred page story what i just get right there
1: that palmer <laughs> we can, we like can like save some page. of
0: that so <laughs> yeah i'll save that a little for bit for later me. man so uh that's a little bit about me how about yourself uh
1: yeah one thing real quick i think is really cool that none of neither of us came into chiropractic school being from a chiropractic family and it wasn't until and I'll touch on my story, but it wasn't until we were teenagers till we experienced it. And yet seeing, seeing that perspective from going through school and the impact that school has to now where we're, you know, you know I guess you could say head over heels for the profession and the, the evolution that comes from school and what you learn from chiropractic. Like, yeah, you had your foundation, but then in school is where you really, you know, that catalyst, I guess you could say. But I never put that together. It was really cool, but, um, kind of similar as to you, I wasn't necessarily the water kid. I was like water during the weekdays. And then when I spend the night at my friends, it was definitely soda. So uh, <laughs> a little bit here and there, but I think for me, very similar in terms of naturally inclined to my body's natural ability. Um, and for me, it was more a physical activity. Like I just remember, so, I'm an Eagle Scout, uh, Boy Scout. So for, for me, don't smile, man. Smile hey man 100 different did. knots,
0: <laughs> 100 different knots, bro. I wish I could tie no, hundred knots.
1: Well, uh, you know, I wasn't a very good knot tire, but you know what I could do is, uh, I earned my physical fitness merit badge, man. Oh. I rocked the crap out of that. So, um, but what I realized going through that, you know, I had sports and stuff like that and I really enjoyed sports, but for me, um, what I really f- I remember like going back is when I found felt like fell in love with the human body, its potential was that physical fitness merit badge and just like learning how to do like jumping jacks, um, jump rope and just, you know, that endorphin rush you get from working out. Um, and I, that stuck with me to this day, obviously. Um, but when I was in high school, kind of transitioning when I was in high school, we had to do my junior and senior year. We had to do a week long internship at a potential occupation that we wanted to go into college for. And junior year, I did orthodontist, man. Shout out to all you orthodontists out there. Cause dude, I hated it. That was, I was so bored and I was falling asleep in lunchtime, man. So plus oral cavities aren't really my thing necessarily. So I prefer to, to stay on the external.
0: I think the, uh, the terminology that the dentist like to use is carries, you know, shout out to y'all orthodontists and dentists out there. I got my terminology down.
1: Terminology done carries. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and then senior year comes around. I'm like, well, wow, I sure as heck ain't shadowing an orthodontist again. I know that much. Um, so my sister was like, Hey, why don't you check out this chiropractor? Um, oh, he's leaving me. Oh, there he is. Okay. You were pretty dark. It was
0: getting dark. It was getting dark. Sunlight.
1: True. Um, she was like, why don't you check out this chiropractic? I had no idea what chiropractic was. I don't even think I Googled it. I just kind of went. I just showed up um, after calling the guy. And I remember, and maybe this, maybe this is part of it, when I falling in love with chiropractic, I didn't even have to do my full hours for my internship. So hopefully Heritage Christian High School never hears that. But um, yeah, okay. I didn't Oklahoma. Yeah, that deployment—they take it away. Um, I didn't really have to do all the hours, but what I realized there was, so I hadn't been adjusted till the end of the week that I was there. But I realized that people were just coming in, and they just—they just loved being there, just kind of like what you said, like they it was just a different atmosphere. And for me, it felt like a sport, like you were able to stay active, um, you were able to, you know, own your own business and, and see patients and help them. Right. So for me, I was like, all right, I don't know what this thing is, but I freaking love it. And then I got adjusted and I felt like my back was like the most powerful thing in the world. Like I didn't, I didn't come from an injury, uh, a basis to chiropractic and that didn't even click in my head because I had never had like a huge sports injury or anything like that. So for me, chiropractic, like I automatically um, connected with like power or like that, that light, Turning on sensation, like that's how it was for me. My bag just felt super powerful afterwards. Not necessarily the first adjustment because I felt sore the next day, but the second one, just like extremely powerful. So, and then transitioning to school, man. Like I remember, it's still my first day of school. People were like, "What technique do you want to do?" And I was like, "I didn't. I didn't know there was different techniques, man." Like. <laughs> Like, I didn't know it was a thing. So, I guess I didn't Google enough before I went to school or went to enough Kairos. I hey mean, good
0: thing you didn't YouTube it, in my opinion.
1: Yes, that's true. I don't know if YouTube Kairos were around back then, but...
0: No, shout out to you, YouTube Kairos. You know, that... Man. I'm not trying to, trying to hate yeah. them all, but...
1: Uh, no, we so, love y'all you know you what know we're talking y'all. about. The
0: reputation isn't all there, you yeah.
1: know? It isn't... If not, every one of you is as upstanding as some of you, so... Um, but, so, like, my Kairos didn't really explain necessarily what it was all I knew was like hey I still got that same endorphin rush as I did when I was working out like it made me feel good and for me I was like I didn't have to take anything or drink something or eat a piece of food to do that like it just it felt um congruent in my soul I guess is the, is the best way to put it so and now I'm in Grand Rapids did you yeah you're in Ames right yep. now so
0: just north of Des Moines
1: so I'm in and then um we're not too far what is that six hours yeah probably probably about that but um but yeah those are our stories man that's really cool you know obviously we've known each other through for a while now um gone through the muck and the mire and really? one thing i think is cool and for those of you who don't know national idea we like so since school has ended now we like Seriously, for the, what has it been like the past two or three weeks, we've left a voice message to each other every single day. Probably Maybe even before one. that, huh? More than one. More than one. Yeah, more than one. And we'll, um, you know, I'm grateful for this friendship too, because we'll snap pictures of like books we're reading. We both are book lovers, especially those green books um, and different things. Just, you know, it's been cool to keep that connection Um, And I think both of us admire that connection with our patients, too. Um, And I don't know about you, but that part didn't really come until probably the second half of school for me when I started in KTC, college training culture, like learning connection over correction and learning, okay, what do I notice in my patients? What do I see in them? What do I want to like? How do I want them to feel before I adjust them? Either before I adjust them during or after. Like that, that was something that I that didn't really click though until the second half. And that's, that's one of those evolution things that I think we can talk about is just how big connection came into my life and learning how huge it can be on a patient's impact, right? Really.
0: Dude, I love that. Um, one thing that Dr. Troyer, when I was before I started school, I didn't, that was, you know, I kind of had the same thing where early on, I didn't, like, obviously I saw his ability to connect with people, but like, to me, I just didn't quite fully understand how right. intentional it was for him. You know right. what I mean? Like, obviously you meet people throughout your life who are just naturally, innately more compassionate, yeah. just more able to.
1: We need to get like to a. Somebody. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. We uh, need to get like a bell where every time we say innate, like, ding it. <laughs> yeah, we're like a uh, bike Wonka, Yeah. <laughs> um, well,
0: bell. He had a uh, Dr. Troy, in one of those. It was super cool. So he's got a bunch of stuff that like, you know, the more I think about him, like, man, that's, I don't know. I'm not doing that right now. So just to get a little bit more into like my experience with him. So he would literally hug every single patient yeah. at least one thing during their, their visit. And to me at the time, I didn't really fully grasp the, uh, impact I can have on somebody and yeah. so i say you gotta you get your your hug total up because I think the amount of hugs you should be getting per day are more than 10 and like yep. it just, your physiology is totally different when you're getting hugs and you're having physical that obviously that human connection but the strongest electromagnetic portion of our bodies are heart yeah but so he'd always be intentional about coming heart to heart with somebody and really yeah, that's so true Try to be on that frequency with somebody and I
1: can't I don't think I've ever met a great chiropractor that doesn't hug their patient. For sure. I've ne- I don't think I've ever met that. So if you want to be a great chiropractor, hug your patient. You hug man. Hug. Don't be afraid so, of hugs. Hugs are great. I like
0: you how you know, mentioned 21. the physiology
1: of that too. That that's key.
0: I mean we're uh We're wired. Like we're we're innately blueprinted to connect with people. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, regardless of what your belief system is with uh, evolution or anything like that, but even, uh, you know, like primates and monkeys, like they're very socially dependent, right? Like you need to have some sort of social circle because it's just a part of like your development as... That tribe. As a tribe, yeah. I mean, there's so many benefits to like having a social a social circle so yeah man I I, that was one thing I really loved and getting back to the well bell he would uh he would have the patient ring the bell on the days where they didn't need adjusted nice they're holding so like that was just like another positive reinforcement that uh you know there's more to chiropractic than the adjustment
1: right so yeah that's true and that And moving into that second part, the intention of what he was doing to like, what, what was his intention with having a well, though? Well, it was to show patients that what you just said, that last part, right? His intention was to, hey, you come in, we sketch your nervous system right. And at the end of the day, you're well because your nervous system is full expression, uninhibited. Not because your neck back pain is gone. Yep. Right. I love that. Yep, you gotta um, get the well bell, man. Dude, for
0: real, I want to get a big one, like from like a. Do
1: you think lay's Le, gonna let you? You know, I'll work
0: on her. I'm gonna <laughs> be something a get like a, one of those old marine uh, submarine ships, or like the the real big ones where you just really gotta. <laughs> rock. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's gonna glare glare in the whole gym. Seriously? They're gonna think it's the they're gonna think it's the lunk alarm, man. Like, well,
0: <laughs> you know, BJ, he had a. a you, I don't know how much you've uh, read from certain books, but yeah. uh, in the bigness, obviously he goes through the, the history of his journeys around the world. And one yeah. of them is rolled around this bell that he had. And he found it in a pawn shop in San Francisco, I think. And t- at the time it was like this rusty, it was a big bell, but it's rusty. And like, I don't remember exactly why he was attracted to this bell, but he's yeah. like something about this bell. And he yeah. ended up purchasing it for like 50 bucks. And I think I don't remember what, but something kind of chipped on it, and like it was like super metallicy shiny underneath, and ended up getting it like refined and clean, and found out it's like a hundred percent like silver, essentially. Ew. From somewhere in China.
1: And of it course. ended up being worth thousands. Of course, with thousands. BJ, we know it's going to be from an Asian country. Right?
0: No, for sure. But he found it in San Francisco. That was a cool part.
1: That's as close as you can get.
0: But there's a whole uh, you know, spectrum of research philosophy behind frequency oh yeah uh there was like a really rich portion of this of this bell that was uh intentionally had this frequency i don't remember off the top of my head but i thought that was super cool um so bell is it at the school uh probably it used to be i feel like i've seen a bell
1: and vicky and i think it used to be a little bit ahead of Maybe it's I think there, that, I'm pretty
0: sure that's where he had it because he'd ring like he'd have it. He'd ring it for like certain parts of the day for a while when he was really on campus a ton, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he was known dude. for it, like throughout town for his belt. Look,
1: that's pretty wild. A little bit of heaven, dude. That was probably one of my favorite parts of campus. You go through that corridor with all the quotes and stuff, and then yep. just uh, the the peace of that you find in that. Spot, and my one of my favorite parts. I think this was like, I didn't go back there till like second or third try because I think they were still doing uh construction or something on it. But they have the cement blocks right where they have DD and BJ's like handprints or and shoe size. Yep, my hand is the exact same size as BJ's hand. I kid you not, dude. I put it near a glass, so I don't know if that means anything. But hey, it means something. It means something. Something.
0: Damn, that's wild. I didn't know that. You yeah,
1: it's, it's by, like, the tree near the giant um, – it's not a Buddha, but something like that, you know. Yep. It? Maybe it is. It was the spring that there. I think it is. But, yeah. That, I remember thinking that. I was like, yo. It means I can be a pretty – if his hands are, like, my – like I don't have, like, the largest hands or anything like that, you know. So, I mean, that's – yeah, it, exactly. Something. The largest hands I've seen on a chiropractor, I think, Dr. Brett Jones. He can, he can do some wild adjustments just because his hands, I, f- I feel like, are, like, freaking foot long, man.
0: Damn. So, he's got, like, those uh, Kawhi Leonard hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Like, oh, my god
0: Like, a, a can of, like, soda. What? But That's, like, proportionally what it looks like. Oh, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant that one. That was no, 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 no. Is that Lay's makeup?
0: Uh, yeah. It's a makeup <laughs> setting spray. There you go. Things Absolutely. that lie around my desk.
1: Oh my gosh. So then we got so we got connection. Touched on intention. Yeah. Um. Let actually let's dive into like the intention of this podcast a little bit totally. because I want to I want to hit on that so people recognize why we felt any it's not just like a trendy thing it's trendy right now obviously people are starting podcasts on the right but what our intention is with the podcast too
0: yeah man um so the good fighters right like what's that what's that even mean so one thing that i mean there's i'm inspired by a bunch of different things and there's this artist called fonte and he had this song called the good fight and that's kind of something that i've always kind of had the back of my mind about always fighting the good fight. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. The good good fight being fighting for, you know, health freedom, financial freedom, and in some ways, you know, whatever your philosophies are on personal growth. But for me, I always had that intention. So um, the good fighters, I always thought that was something that would be – I know I'm not alone with those feelings either. So, like, having a a group and, like, a a platform to – go through those things that can help us on our way to that health freedom, that freedom of health, that freedom of Girl. self-expression. I mean, that's, I don't know, like that's just something I know is on the forefront of the health health movement for a lot of people. And just like the healthcare, the current sick care system, but like healthcare in general is on that, on that shift, I feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting. You see a lot of people that recognize there's more to us than medications and surgery, right? There's more. Than more more to, than carbon structures, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, exactly. We have dynamic beings that need to be addressed, not in a specialist uh, linear care system. Yep. So the good is, I guess, yeah, I like how you said that too, is just being somewhere where we're bringing acknowledgement to not only our own admiration of the human body, but what we seek to bring into every pe- everybody that listens to it. Or if you're a chiropractor, what you can do is this transition into your patients too. Yep. Because I think, I mean, we, we're pretty fresh out of school. So we got a lot of young chiros that probably listen to this, you know, like our intention is to let you guys be set up for success. And if we have older chiros, maybe re- reignite a flame, right? Yeah. And one thing <laughs> that I, you
0: know, also want to get across too is, there is a lot of division in a way with, yeah. you know, just society in general and just really yeah. letting people know that they're not alone for right whatever they want to express with, you know, for chiropractors, however you want to express your, how you interpret chiropractic philosophy and principles and principles of health. This is a, a space where we can share with each other. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's so totally true. Especially cause I think, you know, you and I, we have a love for the principles, but we also go about it in different ways, too, in our pr- own practices. Even though we seek chiropractic first, you know, there's differences in, in the way both of us practice. Even the way you and Leilani practice, right? You know 100%, things, man. Yeah. So it's, it's, a it's quite really, hard. Right. Yeah. Are we going to break out? All right, guys. I'm going to let you know right now, Nash and I gave ourselves nicknames. Okay? Oh, we did.
0: True. I didn't. Man. We gave
1: ourselves nicknames. We went against the grain, as per usual. We gave ourselves nicknames. I am self-proclaimed art thief because I love stealing everybody's art. Man, I, I like. I will soak up anybody's art and I will take it and 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 utilize it. But Nash comes in. Nash, you're the art dealer, man. Art he is dealer, the art bro. dealer.
0: Double on contres, man. That's uh. <laughs> Once upon a time, I had a rap career and uh. Some <laughs> on Hondras were my thing, so you know, you art go. dealer. So not only am I delivering the specific and intentional chiropractic art, the way it was uh, originally developed and you know manifested by DD Palmer himself, which yep. is a a huge part of my influence. So I'm dealing that art, but I'm also I'm a connoisseur, man.
1: Heck yeah, man.
0: I- I'm picking i'm going around i'm fine i'm finding a nice deal whatever the
1: thief brings you got a deal man
0: of course bro so <laughs> our our uh our thievery and our our dealership uh a blessing That's to nice. all, all the good fighters out there
1: yes sir always is and that brings us to our last point as far as connection intention purpose you know our purpose you know i think um Doctor Doctor Brett Jones put up a post the other day, and guys, I'm gonna mention Doctor Brett Jones a lot. It's just you know, KTC. These are things that Nash and I have been built upon, and Arno for you and and everything like that. You you guys will hear a lot of our background, but he posted up a post the other day. It was like, okay, what's your what's your purpose? And in it, I talk about how I'm, and I guess this kind of we can segue this into personal wise too. Is yeah, um. I'm here to facilitate the understanding that the body doesn't make mistakes and to honor adaptation. And those are things like I, myself and chiropractic, like I've, I freaking love adaptation guys. I think adaptation is the coolest thing and God's greatest gifts next to, next to Jesus. In my opinion. Um, I don't know if that's blasphemous to say, but
0: in my opinion, I, I,
1: I want you guys to, to recognize the purpose of this podcast is to share with, share with you guys the things that we've learned picked up and just what we go back and forth with literally we leave voice messages like hey what do you think about this what do you think about that like how does this fit into the paradigm chiropractic how does this fit in the paradigm of healthcare? like how do we be better so the purpose is to enhance you as a chiropractor enhance those listening to you don't have to be a chiropractor you can be in anything but the principles remain the same Um, even if even if you have a completely different profession not in healthcare what is your principle? And like you mentioned health freedom, everybody deserves that, you know?
0: Totally bro. Um, you know, the purpose too is, you know, we're, we're, you and you and I Gates, we've always been on the same frequency. You know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely uh, putting out something into the, the universe and into the community of people who are interested in health that, people might be able to tune into our frequency or, or they're close to it and it's something they can get value from into their own frequency. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, what's all about, you know, like, even if one yeah. person gets a little bit of substance from our frequencies, dude, that we're putting off, like that's, that to me is like more than enough of a reason for us Yeah, in this, this, uh group and this podcast, the good fighters. So.
1: Yeah. That's so true. I like how you put that. Cause I tell Sean tell that all the time. Like, I feel like we just, like you put it perfectly, that same frequency with what I don't know, it doesn't really mean to s- seem to matter what it is. The frequency there, right? That's perfect. Totally.
0: And like you know, your vibrations they're they're very personal to you. But if you find something in somebody that are similar to vibration that that really feel yeah. like like that's a comforting feeling or that's like something that really uh, resonates with you, do follow that. You know, you got to be able to, yeah. you know think less and kind of intuitively react more I feel like is a a big part of my life. Um, yeah kind of going a little bit further into some things that I do with my purpose so every day I always try to have affirmation set aside
1: so mm-hmm.
0: I got a big list of them um, and something I've always believed in my athletic career was speaking things into existence and you know that's a not like a a revolutionary thing for me to say, but it's something that I truly believe in. it's something that I've, I've practiced myself for a long time. And, and that's just the power of, you know, uh, what's the book called? The secret, right. Yeah. Uh, manifesting your destiny. Right. So really just speaking it into existence and really uh, you're going to have positive and negatives. You're going to have things that life's going to throw you where you need to adapt, yeah. but really just truly, truly wholeheartedly focus on like the positive and the good And the negative come, but letting that just being able to let go, that's something that I really try to make uh, set out intentions for. And I'll just share a couple of my affirmations if that sounds like yeah,
1: oh yeah, definitely.
0: So, um, one of them is I'm I am crucial to the transformation and evolution of the planet. I release human potential dormant in all life, and that's something that I say to myself every day, and on my good days, bad days, and everything in between. It's something that's always going to ground me. It's some sort of anchor that, like, I, I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. Uh, it really – it's almost kind of like a lighthouse, it's something that I can – like, kind of like a North Star. So I always mm-hmm. come back to that. You know, however life might try to shift me from side to side, knock me off balance, I always have my North Star. So, right. Um, one other one that I 100% have loved, uh, so A Message to Garcia by Albert Hubbard a really good book um, goes through so many awesome things, not just for healthcare workers, but literally just whatever you might be doing, it's a great book for you to really figure out more like a way to get out of your job and your life. And one thing from that book is saying, you know, that I repeat to myself usually twice a day, I'm a part of all my eyes behold. And that's something that really helps place me in my community as an intentional and integral part of my community to help them manifest better health.
1: You say that one again, I'm a part of,
0: I'm a part of all my eyes behold. So it really just like, to me helps me feel more part of the whole, especially of the people around me and really feeling more connected with, you know, where I'm at, no matter where I'm at, I'm connected because they were all on the same mission on life. And, uh, Walking our paths. So it's something that I like to repeat to myself every day.
1: Yeah. You know what I love? Because I didn't start doing affirmations until, again, school. Mm-hmm. And it's been something where I was, it's it's changed the wavelength of my brain so much that I always look back and I was like, dang, if I oh. had this as an athlete, like, I,
0: you know. Huh?
1: You hit the nail on the head with that for sure. Yeah. Just the, the change that it makes in your in your everyday life is astounding because i know when there's been times when i've felt like i not that i lost myself but felt not as sure in myself or a clarity in my certainty wasn't necessarily there the moment like literally if i like let's say today i didn't feel as clear clear or certain in my purpose my intention um or my um my connection like I wake up the next morning, do some breath work, set some intentions or affirmations, and it's like a whole new ballgame. Like it changes drastically. So that's been something that I think I'm so super grateful for, first and foremost, like how much it changes you, right? So the fact that you do that every day, and it's cool. I like how you have like two ones that you do every day. I don't necessarily have a set one. I should probably lock that down. But I like that. Well, Affirmation, it's, so.
0: it's definitely something that, uh, like you said, it's something that has changed your mental state and how you. Oh
1: yeah. You
0: know, your self talk, right? That was something that, as an athlete, self talk's huge. You know, like, yeah. no matter if you're playing football, baseball, basketball, soccer, like how you communicate with yourself is way is equally as important as you communicate with the outside world. Probably mm-hmm. more in some some circumstances, mm-hmm. and that just really comes down to, you know certainty of, of yourself, you know, and confidence yeah. of your ability to do your best and try to succeed to the best of your abilities. And mm-hmm. you're not going to make every single shot, but to have that certainty that you're taking the time to talk to yourself in a positive light that you're going to do your best. Like, oh, that's, that was super important for me and yeah. you know, a big part of who, you know, my success as an athlete.
1: So. I wish I would have had that as an athlete. I think that was the one thing that I truly was missing. For because sure. I had I had glimpses of it, but it wasn't solidified, so it didn't it didn't um, you know I had decent power, decent speed, but the last thing I needed was consistent mentality.
0: Totally, um, and I wasn't perfect sure. with it by any means. I mean, right? Um, but I think that's hard for a lot of teenagers, early twenties, where you yeah. a big identity thing, where a lot of people, a lot of kids, like, obviously, he speaking from personal experience, I didn't necessarily know who or exactly what I wanted to be, but like, I knew I wanted to treat people in a right way, but yeah, there's still a certain level of that where it's just like, I
1: don't know, like, I'm just kind of going with the flow. Going with the flow. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's very common, you know, and it changes too when you go, I think that's been a huge player, like in my spiritual log, just to touch on that for a second too. Um, what type of affirmations I tell myself and to not get into this rut for those. I mean, for those of you who are listening, like, uh, God is second to none in my life or I try to be at least. So for me, it's been a huge impact in, in my spirituality and, and recognizing, okay, like, um, I'm not perfect every time, but if I have the mentality to get back up every time, you know, a righteous man falls seven times, which is wild to think about. Like you fall seven times, but you get up eight. So keeping consistent with that and these affirmations have just been uh, a game changer, not because i necessarily, I'm necessarily doing, but in my opinion, source is God. So like, for me, it comes directly from that. Dude, I love so that. I know they've been, they've made a huge impact in my life personally. Right yeah, yeah it should be. it's my life. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. Um, what's your favorite quote? Because so, i get into it. I favorite quotes,
0: man. I mean, this like one's... you mentioned wait, earlier, we're wait, both. Hold on. Go hold for on. it. I lied.
1: I want to go before you because your quote is way too fire to put an aftermath. All right, before mine. Yours has to go last. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, Nash's quote right now, he's about to drop the mic with this one. I mean, we're not going to end the show on it or anything, but dang. All right. Now I feel like it's anticlimactic for mine, even more so right now. But, no, no, uh, no. Yours is good, bro. Don't, don't, don't go downplay okay. yours. So one of the biggest things was, this was actually the first, um, I know it's not a green book, but I guess first philo- philosophically based, chiropractic based book that I actually read all the way through was One Cause, One Cure by Fred Barnes. I don't know how you would, cl- would you classify that as like a philosophy book? Like what would you classify? 100%, it? dude, for sure. Okay was one cause, one cure, and in it, just reading it, he talks about, it says there's but one cause in disease, the body's inability to comprehend itself and or its environment. And there's but one cure in disease, the body's ability to heal itself. And there's only one thing that any doctor can do for a patient, and that's to remove, and that is to remove an obstruction to healing, thus facilitating it. So for me, that, that's Never been, hot. yeah, but not, I mean, I don't know, man, that, that's just been something where ever since I read that, I was like, this is the doctor I need to be. I don't care. I don't care who people say I need to be or think I need to be or, um, you know, oh, especially in chiropractic realm, like, you're not a real doctor. Like, at the end of the day, and we talked about this the other day, I don't really care about that. What I want to be known as is, okay, there's but one cause, and it's true. There's one cause. Every time you break it down. And I tell this to all my patients and there's one cure. So how do we facilitate that? Well, we got to remove what's causing your body to not comprehend itself or its environment. So for me, that's been like, ever since I read that it was game on, you know, um, it, it, there was no stopping me from re- helping patients to remove that, be a facilitator of removal, not of adding something, you know?
0: And that's empowering, man. I mean, that's a lot of information that people don't really get on like the day to day or in the mainstream basis. Yeah. That sort of empowerment that there is, there yeah. is a why their body, some people might think a lot of people think their body's betraying them. Like, why is my body? Yeah, They don't bad?
1: trust it. They don't trust yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And there's a reason. And there's a, there is a cause.
1: Right. A cure. Right. Yep. You know,
0: that cure comes from within though. So
1: yeah.
0: uh, that's something that people are conditioned not to believe early on. And right. that's something that we're, you know, we kind of have to untrain people in that mindset. We're like, no, you—that cure is there, and you can get a solution. But you gotta, you gotta be patient with yourself, in a way.
1: That—that's the key right there. Not especially in today's day and age, nobody's patient. Nobody is willing to seek and find what is—it is that they're needing to remove. And I've said it. You know, I say this on my story for that exact reason all the time. My Instagram stories is that your body is the best doctor I know. I mean, I say it, I've said it, you know, probably twice within the last two weeks, because for me, patients need to know that. I can know all the, all the textbooks in the world, but I can't produce a hormone within your body that the nervous system knows it needs. Totally. You know, it's astounding.
0: And yeah, I mean, I always like to keep everything in perspective. Right. So, You, me, our neighbors, our our parents, everybody, we all originated from the same, from the same blueprint of two cells. and educationally and actively speaking with our minds, there's no way any of us have the power to to do that same process as it's written as detailed as it needs to be. The timing of everything, the rhythm, I don't know, the the power of the human body is amazing, man. Um,
1: Yeah, that's... And that's the thing. Like you, you have. It's just incomprehensible, it really is. So, oh, let's hear this fire one.
0: All right, bro. So, this is from B.J. Palmer, and uh, this is from either the glory of going on or. It also could be from. Could be the fight to climb too. I can't remember which one it's actually from, but goes like this. So it's uh, actually from the book, Spine Checkers Manifesto by Dr. Jeremy Brook. Great book. Um, so this is a quote from there from B.J. Palmer. We chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. We release the imprisoned impulse, the tiny rivulet force that emanates from the mind and flows over the nerves to cells and stirs them into life. That was a mic drop. <laughs> a little mic drop, but... Oh Um,
1: Wait, hold up, hold up, rewind, read it again Cause that is, I don't I don't know man, every time I hear it It gives me goosebumps, it really does
0: Totally bro, I'll read it one more time for the people in the back So Yes, yes, shout it out We, chiropractors Work with the subtle substance of the soul We release the imprisoned impulse The tiny rivulet force That emanates from the mind And flows over the nerves To cells and stirs them into life So many nuggets that are so. There's so much intention in like the areas of why he worded it and why BJ spoke the way that he spoke. Yeah. Um, Anything from, you know, the the emanation from the mind and the flowing over the nerves. I mean, like it's just it's such a
1: picture. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. It creates such a picture. And if you sit back, close your eyes, and you think about what that looks like, like, that's wild. And that's what our body does every day without us even having to think about it.
0: Totally, man. We're uh, all energetic beings living this human experience, right? So um, working with that subtle substance of the soul, like, that's that's the power of the human body. That's that innate intelligence that you're born with that – really takes you from those two cells and proliferates you, proliferates you in that ingestation cycle in your mom's in your mom's womb to who you are here today. Yeah. Still growing, still adapting, still surviving. I mean It's
1: wild.
0: Yeah bro I mean I, I it really
1: doesn't it doesn't get more powerful than that. It really doesn't you can go lift as many weights as you want to, but dang.
0: Yeah, it's some good stuff, man. It really makes it hard to follow. Um, One thing I did want to kind of cover was some intentions that we're going to set for 2021. I think that's a kind of like a good place to kind of transition and kind of close the first intro episode about, you know, uh, introducing ourselves and kind of the intention we have for the podcast and where we're moving in the future. So we can never plan for the future, right, but we can always create contingency plans. So. 2020 taught us that uh, you might not always go your way, but uh, you just got to keep on, you know, you knock down seven times, you got to get up eight, bro. I love that. So yes, sir. Uh, for me, one of my biggest themes of 2021 is surrender. So mm. really taking the time that, you know, and wherever I'm at, whoever I'm with, whatever I'm doing, to truly surrender to that present moment. Mm. And I know we're talking about future intentions for the year, but I think, uh, having that mindset into everything that I do, whether I'm planning stuff or not, like that's just going to truly help me get the best out of every single day, every single minute, every single hour. And yeah, the longer we go through life, dude, the more you, I really appreciate and realize that time's the only thing we don't get more of and you truly got to yeah. appreciate and respect your time. So surrendering is one way that I can truly help myself enjoy my time because we're not here for a long time, but we're here for a good time. Right. So
1: Heck yeah.
0: Um, one thing I have an intent on doing this year is doing a mission trip, bro. That's like goal. Number one for me is a mission trip. And there's so many beautiful reasons why. And, you know, I just want to be able to, I'm a philanthropist at the, in my heart, bro. I want to be able to help people who need help. And yeah. I think what better place to do that than a mission trip where people truly need help. And I, I, have the skills and will to do it out of the surplus of my own being. So um, that's something that is very high on my to-do list. You know, both you, you and I both were just starting practice and there's so many other things that we need to work on, but that is something that's really gonna help me keep my why and really help reinforce my affirmations about why I truly do what I do. And, you know, anybody that's in this stuff for the money or in it for the fame and glory, like they're in it for the wrong reasons at least they haven't discovered the real reason why yet and that's one of the ones that's just really going to help me spread the love you know Um, I just want to love on everybody I want to help them love themselves I want to help them adapt I want to help them ease into what they have going on in their life so uh, mission trip definitely high on the list Um, another thing this year is hopefully get around because like an like an athlete i truly value training so i was experienced in going you know i had the privilege and honor of being a part of the mls training training seminars and this year that's something that i still want to maintain um i'm not i'm always humble enough to bring myself in the position where i know i need to uh, refine my my training methods and just uh training my soul um that's one of the best places I've found for me that truly helped me train my soul and truly helped me train what I have to offer to people because it's more than just a physical interaction with somebody. There's so much more with the mental and spiritual aspect of what we do that if you're, if you're not balanced with those, you know, you're bringing unbalanced to not just your practice, but uh, what people are really needing in life. So um, MLS is something that I truly have a lot of, uh, fond and lovable memories and they've really helped me kind of find who I am and define my purpose and why. So I have an intention to get back and connect and train with the, with the MLS crew. And last but not least on uh, my intentions for this year, um, I've been trying to read a lot, trying to put the phone down a lot more, trying to. And that's uh, – some days that's easier said than done, man. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. not perfect by any means. So, um, But that's something that, you know, surrendering is going to help me do is just always come back around that why and uh, that intention for me to, you know, cultivate my mind a lot better. And I can do that in a really good way with books. I've already found so many gems, and it's only – it's barely almost February. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
1: Dude, I'm excited. Time, I'm excited for us to talk about that too, guys. We both love reading, so we're gonna be spitting some fire from a lot of books coming up at you. One thing I wanna say though too is really cool with all those intentions for the year, dude, that I see a common um, theme is that it's not, you're not selfish with them. You know what I mean? Every single one of those is is an external thing that you're not focused on self. You're focused on, okay, surrendering, because you know it's not about me you're going to mission trips because it's not about me you are um going to mls seminars because it's not about you it's because it's about your patients and training for them you know surrounding your phone because it's not about you you're trying to connect differently uh and i remember you sending me that voice message the other day about how y'all went to was it wine tasting yep. uh, and your phone like turned off like and you were just like yeah whatever like which can't be said like I don't even remember the last time that that happened and I got you know I, I have some stuff that I need I need to do like that get through that myself because I'm always afraid I'm gonna miss something you know I got that FOMO I know Lay's probably Lay's its spend with that so vendor with that FOMO I know right that's the thing and so I like those intentions a lot and I think they're easily transferable to all of us um And I can share a little bit, too, about, you know, we can dive deeper into my mission trip to Honduras. I'm always itching to get back. It's so cool just, man, how thankful people are. Guys, you don't recognize how thankful people are and how big chiropractic is until you go to somewhere where chiropractic's not. Right? Like, when I went to Honduras, those people don't have chiropractic. That's something that rich people did. Totally. Not, Not a common occurrence here. I mean, it's still it's still gaining ground here, but it's pretty common you hear about it on a lot. So,
0: American made, th- bro? Huh? Chiropractic? It's American
1: made. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. American product. Chantel always likes to be griping at me though, because Didi was Canadian. He was. though. So he was. He, he always brings it back. Which, by the way, I got to share a story with you from Five to Khan about Didi going back or BJ going to like a ceremony that the Canadian school held. Totally. Uh, it's pretty funny. Um, it's short, but it's funny. But uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, some of my intentions for the year, I think a lot are focusing on some priorities. And not in the sense of like, uh, you know, I guess it's kind of convicting in a way because it's sounds selfish, some of the priorities in a, in a sense. But um, one of my prior priorities is giving back to people. And one of the things that Chantal and I were praying for, but when we went through this journey, it was like, okay, I really want our practice to be successful so we can give back to people. Cause we know what it's like to be in one, have a kid on the way and, and all this kind of stuff. So it's like one of those things where that's probably the biggest priority to me right now is just being able to get to a point where, or, or not, not get to a point, but always seeking to be like, okay, how can I get back to somebody? How can I, uh, it might not be in money, but it could be in time. It could be in my voice. It could be, um, different things. And that goes along with this good fighters, you know, like I want to be a good fighter so I can give back to people to give back to those that I wish I would have listened to in first trimester of chiropractic school, you know? Um, and then along with that is getting that 1% better each day. I think has been, uh, I slacked a lot off on that in 2020. Um, you know, I was pretty, you know, I was just inconsistent with it. And it's one of those affirmations I have to consistently remember. It's like, hey, if you want to be 1% or better every day, then you better wake up and be somebody. You better get it, right? You wake up, sleep. man. Wake up. A
0: lot of people got to wake up, but it's okay. We've all been asleep before.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So I think in, we were just talking about this too, guys, is, um, is breaking down a foundation of whatever problem, there is and there's a lot of problems in the world but if we can be one part of the solution to break down some of these problems and then build up a proper foundation based on what we've learned and um connected with become intentional with um driven purpose with within our time in school and now as practice owners like i want to we want to give that to you guys you know hell yeah this has been in the works for what a couple months now so
0: we, You know, it's been in the works longer than that. You know, I like to think that, That's uh, true. That's true. It's been work for a while, so uh, chronologically, you know, we've been really uh, getting the ball rolling the last couple of months, but it's, it's been in the works <laughs> long before that, so.
1: Yeah, that's definitely for sure. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited for it. I hope you good fighters are excited for it. Guys,
0: you're going to love
1: some of the swag coming out of here. We're going to get some swag going eventually. Just the it's gonna up. be
0: tight. The very tight. you know, to put it mildly. So <laughs> we got some uh some really good ideas. I'm I'm definitely excited about. I think that uh a lot of people who are, you know, car students will definitely appreciate it. But oh, at the very yeah. least, you know, we have we got two creative uh of two creative minds working together. So I think yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have some good stuff coming down the pipe.
1: We'll we'll make it work out pretty well for y'all. Um, Speaking of that, what's the, what's the best way for people to find you on social and whatnot?
0: Socials. So you can, a couple different ways on Instagram. So you can also follow my personal page, DC Nash T. Um, Also my practice and business account is complete connection. Chiropractic in Ames, Iowa. You can follow us either one. And then Mm. Facebook, you know, Nash stop co Um, Twitter. You can find me uh, as well. So, all around the same handles, So those are both, uh, Topco for Twitter and Facebook. So right. any, any other way you guys want to reach out to me? I'd love to hear from you. I'm on clubhouse. I'm on, uh, what else is there? LinkedIn. Shoot, yeah.
1: Dang. I gotta update my LinkedIn.
0: I'm on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I got like so many different things where people My
1: clubhouse can... is more up to date than my LinkedIn.
0: <laughs> same here for real. So, you know, what's
1: the, what's the story behind DC nasty? Cause it, it sounds like DC Nasty, but did you mean to do that?
0: So a lot of people always ask me, so what was your middle name? Start with a T? Uh, no, it doesn't. So that was kind of like a play on words. So because it was my, – my handle is always Nash T. Yeah. I said, to be well, like
1: nasty, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Dude, I
1: didn't, that didn't click with me until like two weeks ago.
0: Good. <laughs> That's another little subtle red, red pill for you, bro. I like
1: it. I like it. Oh, oh by the way – dc nasty just went public he was private so my boy he's dropping knowledge on there for you guys thank you leilani shout um leilani shout out to the delay we'll get her on here eventually too i'm really oh. Oh, dude, i'm excited to bring her on me too uh, we'll get her on here eventually. She she uh is with nash at complete connection so that'll be sick um you guys can find me at uh, GatesMare underscore DC on Instagram, dropping some fire on there usually. Um, I also have business profile at The one Way underscore GR for Grand Rapids. And also our Facebook is The Wellness Way Grand Rapids as well. So um, those are my three main ones. I haven't used my Twitter in a long time. I got to start getting at it. I started trying to dabble in the tweets, but nobody was, like, biting. So I was like, yeah, I'll just strip I'm that. I'm not going to
0: lie. Like, my Twitter following is, like, from early oh, undergrad so like a lot yeah. of uh you know yep. my tweets are falling on pretty much quiet ears but hey man it's a good <laughs> it's a good outlet for me to just uh you know get a get just a couple of thoughts out there
1: Yep, that's true because I remember starting that up when I was like the last trimester of school or so I was just like I get like one like maybe oh, yeah. a retweet if I was lucky um but yeah so I often update my Twitter and LinkedIn as well Clubhouse to all that good stuff. I don't know what my handles are for that though off the top of my head. So probably similar to I mean if as far as I know, there's not another Gates Mayor. So like you can pretty not much yet. find that anywhere. Not yet. Not yet. Um but yeah, those are some places to find us at. Guys, this is episode one.
0: Foundational. This is like uh Oh boy. I don't know, we gotta just uh mm, nice, you know. First resonate.
1: One. That's true. We do. We have to take I mo- I don't know, there's a moment of silence. Just take a moment to What's,
0: uh, surrender
1: ourselves and so. is
0: that the end of yoga practice?
1: Shavasana. Yeah. Shavasana. Do like, that's my favorite part. where you just, that's
0: my favorite part?
1: Dude. Yeah. Oh, you would think. And then Chantel, whenever she does shavasana, she hates it. I'm like, dude, you just gotta, you just gotta relax. Like, enjoy the shavasana. She doesn't want to do it. She's like, ah, oh, yeah, just. But she's go go sometimes. Her brain's always mom in it, so I get it. I don't know, man.
0: I love it. That's my
1: favorite part because you chill after the workout. Speaking of which, if you guys aren't doing yoga as chiropractic students, you gotta get on do that. It. Move, breathe, meditate, do that good stuff. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the Weck method in the bit, in the future.
0: Hell Dr. yeah, Dr.
1: Nash. Dr. Nash is gonna drop some knowledge on y'all about the, the WEC
0: WEC. method. Train a- to it. Training method is uh I don't know I'm always trying to challenge myself into new things and this is one that I've been doing recently that conceptually it's very interesting to me especially coming from like a more traditional background with strength yeah. training and even I you know I did Olympic lifting so I mean I've done CrossFit I've done kind oh, of my own thing for a while um, so this is this would be cool this would be a nice little Nice a layer of people can uh supplement into their own practice. So
1: yes, sir, yes, sir. All right, give us one last uh, choose of the three. One last connection, intention, and purpose to drop some knowledge on these people.
0: So one thing that I loved about Doctor Troyer is every Monday we'd have like kind of like a it'd be an intention meeting where we come and set our intentions for oh, the nice as as a office staff as a team. And in that, he would, you know, start off by reading like something, like an inspirational quote, something that really just yeah. be something you could kind of resonate with the rest of the week. And how he would always end everything is kind of like in a style where, like, you know, you break a huddle. Um, we'd have the, the mantra of love, serve, give. So love, serve, give. Love, serve, give. So anybody that's a chiropractor looking to be a chiropractor. You know, if you're in, a, you're in a position where you can go out and love people, you can help serve people, and you can give some of your time and energy to help somebody have a better day, uh, that's a pretty powerful gift that you have. And a lot of people wish to be in a position that you could be in. So it's something I'm, I always like to end the day with. So I
1: like that. Love, serve, give. That's what's up. That is Connection, Intention, Purpose, guys. Today, man, Good Fighters Episode 1. And we got it in historical day, historical in the books. The Harvey Lillard of
0: good fighters episodes. Huh? The Harvey Lillard of good fighters episodes. Yes,
1: sir. That's right. Y'all deaf no more. (laughs) That's what's up, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we are looking forward to the rest of this, guys. Um, It's going to be sick. So this is good fighters. Number one. We'll see you later. Destiny.